Hi, this is Teacher Tales, T-A-I-L-S, podcast 38. Uh, it's about fifth graders. It's called The Lettuce Curtain and Pablo Sandoval. Um, and the lettuce curtain is kind of an imaginary barrier between the poor communities in the Salinas Valley and the wealthy areas. So, more commentary at the end. Here we go. It's called The Lettuce Curtain and Pablo Sandoval. My morning PE run at school is always revealing, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. I ask my 10-year-old fifth graders to do two laps, roughly half a mile. I do one for sure. I'm 51 years older than they are. My goal is to do and finish two, like I used to be able to do. Uh, An addiction to dark chocolate does not help in this goal. Some kids shoot ahead, some lag behind, some linger and resist. I have to raise my voice at them. Some walk it, which is okay, as long as they do the two laps. Deal is, if they have any personal issues they want to discuss, they tell me and we jog together. So I'll often ask them, you want this private? And if they reply, yes, then it's just the two of us. And I make the mob around us dissipate. Some zoom ahead, some linger behind, but all are out of listening range. But often we don't get too far, as the high school kids are waiting for their bus at exactly this time on the other side of a fence. And many of them are my former students, and they want recognition. Some stick their hands through the fence, wiggling them, wanting me to wiggle my fingers on their fingers. Warm personal contact. I love these kids. Two of my former favorite girls, now sophomores, beam with radiant smiles. Oh, hey, we're sorry we didn't come by for the first week of school. We couldn't. Last year, these two showed up with chocolate chip cookies on the first day of school. We didn't forget it was your birthday. We just couldn't make it over. Hey, no problem, I reply. My fifth graders are pooling around me, gawking at the big kids on the other side of the fence. They know each other at least by sight. This is a tiny town. Many are related. Guys, get going, I tell them. I need to talk to the big kids. You have laps to do. One fifth grader attempts to weasel out. How many? I give him the hairy eyeball. You want to do three laps? Scram. You know how many you have to do. My fifth graders evaporate, and my former students laugh. Eh, kids always trying to get out of stuff, aren't they, says one of my girls. Hey, just like you used to, I said. So what's the story, girls? You're getting good grades, you're going to school all the time, keeping away from the boys. A small group of high schoolers has coalesced. I recognize most. Yeah, we're being good. Studying, math is a pain, no boyfriend. Good. Boys at your age are poison. I see some of my kids coming around the corner on the starter lap, too. I think it's as good a time as any to get back to my herd and run. Well, good luck, I tell the high schoolers. I wait for my runners, and then I jog with them. But the day is not done with me. One of my girls catches up. Hey, can we do the lone walk thing? Sure. Jalissa is a sweetie pie, tall, quiet, does her homework, raises her hand, super polite, smart, and she has red cheeks. She's been sullen and absent lately. She tears up. Mr. Carr, it's my little brother. That's why I was out on Friday. We had to go to Stanford Hospital for him. 
he has holes in his heart and he's so little. She stops running, breaks down and puts both her hands on her face. I stop running too and put my arm around her shoulder. Some kids catch up. I encourage them to keep on running with a movement of my hand and a very stern gaze. They get it and run. So how is he? I'm afraid of her answer. He's okay. He had surgery. He's still there. Doctor said we have to wait and see. She removes her hands from her face and her tears glisten. Julissa, let's walk. We walk. Kids pass, a, pass us. Julissa shifts gears. She tries to get herself out of that grief, and she pulls a baseball from the inside of her jacket and then a hat. The hat is a giant's hat. Look who signed them. Pablo Sandoval. He's number 48. He was at the hospital. Wow, that's fantastic. Pablo Sandoval. Want to share with the kids later? Sure, and she does. It's tough on many kids being on the other side of the lettuce curtain. And as the San Francisco Giants, Pablo Sandoval, what a hero you are. You are the best. So, yeah, these, these kids are so, so good, and many of them are so troubled. Um, they have a lot of responsibility and, and, and fears. The same girl one time, I noticed she kept on looking outside when we were in, in class. She, it was raining. <coughs> and she's, uh, she starts crying. So I go over and go, Julissa, what's going on? She goes, my parents are in the fields, Mr. Carr. They have to pick on this. It's muddy. It's so wet. It's terrible. And she cries. You know, what could I say? And then another time, I was trying to teach the kids, I called it life reality. <laughs> I wasn't really supposed to, but I didn't give a damn. I called it guerrilla teaching. I used to teach the kids things that they needed and, and not a lot of the garbage that was um, kind of pushed on us. I mean, I taught them math and science and all that stuff and reading big time. But when I could squeeze in something, I did. So I used to squeeze in um, how to go to the bank and how to write a check. And uh, they didn't know. They didn't know, you know, and so Jalissa, she, she uh, after I did the banking lesson, I told me, I said, you, all you guys can you start your own bank account, you can save money, and you get interest, and I showed him what interest was, and, uh, and she says, but Mr. Carr, what, what happened if La Migra get our parents? <laughs> La Migra are the, the migratory police ICE that get illegal, so of course that means that Julissa's parents are illegal. And, um, you know, they're always worried. The kids are worried. They're worried during, during school that when they go home, the parents won't ever be there because they'll get picked up and deported. But anyway, she said, if the Migra gets my parents and I have a bank account and my parents have a bank account, do the bank steal our money? And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, well we can't get it, you know? I go, no, no, no. The, that bank account is yours forever, you know? Anyway, um, uh, the poor kids, you know, the 10-year-olds at that age to have those kind of issues and then, and then health issues as well, which many of them had. Lots of deep, deep health issues. Um, yeah, so anyway, Pablo Sandoval, you are a good guy. Number 48, thank you. So I will do more. I hope you learned something, y'all.